It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuck right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Yes, live from the beach today on this Tuesday, today on the show. Braves need to get these last two games against the New York Mets. Is Aiton going to Indiana good and trying to land Kevin Durant for the Hawks? And it's a good thing for Ronnie to be in the home run derby. It's all next. It is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery on Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. We welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Asking to head over to YouTube.com. Put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser when you find us. Hit that subscribe button. Of course, we're free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. And give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. Well, you know, look, I, I saw where this was the third largest crowd in Braves history last night. And I said this the other day, did I not? And I thought this would be one of the bigger, more raucous crowds that we saw all year at Truist Park. Did not go the Braves way last night, four to one. Max Scherzer was outstanding uh, in the game. Max Freed was okay, but he certainly had his issues last night uh, in the game. He kind of labored a little bit, but managed five innings and a couple of runs, but five walks, which is completely uncharacteristic of Max Freed. Scherzer, again, was outstanding. Seven innings, one run, nine strikeouts, and no walks. Now, look, am I going to put too much into one game? No, but Braves need to find a way to win these next two games. Look, we said this here at the midway point that the division is going to be decided based upon who wins these head-to-head matchups with the Braves and the Mets. And this is an opportunity where you have to protect home field. You, you have to protect your home field. You've got them coming in at Truist Park. You've been red hot of late. What are the Braves lost? Only eight games since the 1st of June. Right. They've been outstanding. Just swept the Nationals. You're going to play the low life Nationals coming up here when you get done with the New York Mets. You have to find a way to win this series. And you don't want to give the Mets the momentum and the feel that, OK, all we have to do is line up against the Braves and we know that we can beat them. And again, you don't want to put in all of the hard work of trying to get back into this division race, being ten and a half games down just to line up against the Mets and falter, right? I mean, this is where the championship pedigree experience of the Braves is supposed to come into play. Now, again, last night you had two aces going at one another, right? You had Max Fried, you had Max Scherzer, you had two guys that are at the top of the rotation for any team in the league going at it. And Fried, uncharacteristically, Put five walks up. I mean, I was watching the game. It was just kind of like, yeah, okay. He's not locating very well. Okay, you had a rough night, and you got beat by one of the best in the business. Scherzer's as good a pitcher as there is in Major League Baseball. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No questions asked about him. Okay, you take that on the chin. Now you come in tonight, and now you got to get it going. Now you have to win these next two games. Does that mean if they don't win the next two games at the series, the season, I should say, is over and it's done? Oh, my gosh. You know, you know, where things are falling out of the sky and it's over for the Braves. No, 
But this is a chance to send the message. Even though you can't take over first place in this series against the Mets, even though you can't, when this is done, find yourself in first place, you send a message. You have to send a message to it. And we'll talk a little bit more about the importance of this here in just a second. But want to tell you about my friends over at rockauto.com. Are you a guy that likes to fix your car yourself? You do a lot of work yourself on your vehicles. You go to that big box store, right? And guess what you're doing? When you go to one of those big box stores, what are you doing? You're spending 30, 50, 100% more for parts than, say, a licensed mechanic would be able to go get, right? Well, listen, rockauto.com allows you to shop with confidence, find all of the parts that you need, but you get them at the best quality and the best prices that are out there, okay? Doesn't matter what types of parts you're looking for. They have parts for all types of vehicles that are out there. Go to rockauto.com. That is the place where if you're trying to save time, you're trying to find the best deal on parts, you're trying to find you know a family business that's been in business for over 20 years, you want to do business with folks that you can trust, rockauto.com is the place to go. And here's what I want you to do. When you get your order put together on rockauto.com and you go into the where they ask you, how did you hear about us? Okay, there'll be a little box that says, how did you hear about us? I want you to write locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, locked on. Put that in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you over to rockauto.com. No matter what kind of car, no matter what kind of truck, no matter what kind of parts you're looking for, rockauto.com is your place to get quality parts at quality prices. So again, am I going to you know, say the season is over if we don't win this series. No, but this is a real chance to send a message. And and it will sort of take away a little bit of what you've been doing of late. If when you line up against the team that matters most in your division, if you kick rocks. Now you sweep, you get swept by the Mets. Okay. That may be a little bit different conversation because this should not be a team that, that you allow to come in to your home field and sweep you. And if you want to talk about a big momentum swing, I definitely think that for the Mets, that's it. Look, they didn't play very well in Miami, and and they've been criticized like the Braves at times where, oh, you're just beating up teams that are bad and this, that, and the other and all that good kind of stuff, which is true, right? You're not going to line up against the Dodgers and the Padres and the Mets and, you know, all the good teams that you play. Teams are not going to, you know, even the good teams are not going to line up and win 70% of their games against those teams. The way you get to 95, 100 wins in Major League Baseball is you kick the ever-living crap out of the Washington Nationals, the Miami Marlins, the Kansas City Royals, whatever vagabond franchise that you want that's out there. So <laughs> you, you have to, though, be competitive and you have to play well. And, and really where the Braves have, if you want to talk about the things that they did early on in the season where they've sort of faltered, is that now they've put themselves in a position where you have to win these games against the Mets, right? If you're going to overtake the Mets in the division, because I don't think the Mets are going to lose a whole lot to the Nationals and the Marlins and those, you know, again, those goofball organizations, those goofball franchises, Arizona, whatever the, the goofball organizations are that are out there. So this division will come down to head to head. And, you know, every time that you lose a game to the New York Mets, you allow them to immediately pick up. You don't have to scoreboard watch when you lose direct head to head to the Mets, right? And, and again, this is not about, okay, this is not about getting the wild card and being in the wild card standings and all those kinds of things. The Braves are the division champions for four years running. The Braves are the World Series champs. They are the world champions here, and you have to play and act like it. 
you flex your muscles a little bit, right? You remind the Mets that they haven't done anything, and you remind the Mets of who the big boy on the block is. You know, this is that street fight that we've been waiting for, that this is that this matchup of the two heavyweights, right? This is your Ali Frazier. This is the two best teams or two of the three best teams in the National League going up against one another, and this is your shot to try to knock them down, and you won't be able to knock them out by any stretch of the imagination, but this is a shot to throw a haymaker, an uppercut, and really kind of stagger them a little bit and make them think that, okay, maybe we're not at the Braves level. And look, they're going to get DeGrom back. We know how good that they've been. They're going to probably add some pieces at the trade deadline, right? They're going to go out there and probably get themselves another bat. They feel like that they need more offensive help. By the way, how funny was it last night watching Robinson Cano line up against the Mets and start last night at second base? Oh, yeah, and he had two hits uh, in the game uh, as well. That little thumb in the eye. See, that's the kind of stuff that when you're the big boys on the block and you're the champs, that's the kind of things that you have to do to the Mets to make them know, hey, listen, we got you. We we we, we know who you guys are. You guys are not in our class. Now you got to go out and get it done on the field. So, look, I think it's important to try to win these next two games for the Braves. I think that they need to send a message that, okay, you got the first one. Your ace was on the mound. We'll give that to you. Now let us show you what we have behind our ace and what the depth of our ball club is. All right, when we come back, if DeAndre Ayton signs with the Indiana Pacers, does that help the Hawks as far as trying to land Kevin Durant? We'll talk about that next. It's Hitting Hard with John Chuckery on Locked On Sports Atlanta. We welcome you back into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. We ask you to head to YouTube.com. Put us in your search browser when you find Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms as well. Download us today. You can use Spotify, Odyssey, whatever your favorites are. Leave us a five-star review and then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. So as we love to say, there's a lot of rumor and innuendo that is going around right now about the Indiana Pacers being hot for DeAndre Ayton. And we got word yesterday that they brought Ayton in to have a meeting with him and talk about some things and such. And they have made it very clear, supposedly, as you believe, again, the rumor and innuendo going around, that they are either going to put an offer sheet together, whether we'll make him an offer, or they are also willing to sign and trade, which that's what it's going to be at the end of the day. They're they're going to have to sign and trade for Aiton. The Phoenix Suns are just not going to let Aiton walk out the door with no compensation. It's going to have to be a sign and trade. And it's going to be a big money contract. And, you know, again, whatever the pieces and parts are, I don't really care ab- about all of that. But there is sort of a sidebar sort of fallout story to all of this. When Kevin Durant went to the ownership you know, of the Brooklyn Nets and said, I want to be traded. Supposedly that one of the top two teams that he wanted to go play for was the Phoenix Suns. Now, if you believe the rumor and innuendo that is going around, the Phoenix Suns said, or or, sorry, the Brooklyn Nets said, okay, we want Devin Booker to start with. Uh, What? 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 As my buddy Hugh Douglas would say, what? Yeah, they wanted Devin Booker to start with. Well, that's not going to happen. They just they just maxed out Devin Booker, and again, he's the cornerstone piece of their franchise moving forward. With all due respect to Aiton and Chris Paul, Booker is the guy that they're going to build their franchise around for the years to come. So that supposedly, <coughs> excuse me, fell through. But Aiton certainly would have been a piece that if you could try to put together a deal and things like that, he certainly would be attractive enough. So if DeAndre Ayton leaves and ends up in Indianapolis and in Indi- playing, I should say, for the Indiana Pacers out there, 
does that actually help the Hawks if they are interested in trying to get to Kevin Durant? Heard Landry Fields last week on our radio station talking about the idea of, you know, are they in the Durant sweepstakes? And he was, he at least admitted, hey, look, we've had those conversations, right? He's like, every team in the league wants Kevin Durant. Of course they do. He's the best offensive player in the NBA right now. Who wouldn't want the best offensive player in the NBA? And he's one of the true difference-making types of superstars that are out there, right? There aren't very many of those guys that are around. But he also comes with, he's got four years at $50 million, right? He signed a, a, a four-year, $195 million extension with the uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. So he's got a lot of cash and he's got a lot of value and he's a great player. But, you know, it's just not, okay, let's put a couple of draft picks and a vagabond here and some jamoke there and, you know, we got ourselves a deal. No, they want an all-star. They've already said they want an all-star caliber player or an all-star player or a franchise-changing player with it. So if you take in if you, if Indiana takes Aiton out of the mix, the chances that the Phoenix Suns make any sort of deal for Durant at this point is probably next to nothing because it's going to involve Aiton, it's going to involve picks, it's going to this, that, and the other. So there's almost no chance that the Suns are going to land Kevin Durant. That sounds like good news to me. And and Landry Field said that yeah they've had discussions about you know. Of course, we inquired about Kevin Durant. Every team in the league inquires about Kevin Durant, right? Now, again, I've said this before. Do I think that the Hawks are going to land Kevin Durant? Probably not. I'm not going to sit here and cross my fingers and go find a four-leaf clover and, you know, look for you know a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow and think that the Hawks are going to get Durant because there's going to be a very steep price to pay for him. But I do think that, it helps if Indiana lands Aiton that takes one more piece out. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about a potential trade here in just a second, but want to talk to you about my friends over at betonline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Look, we're right in the heart of Major League Baseball season. You got golf going on. We still got another major yet that we got to play, MMA, boxing. Still a lot of things going on. Look, we're headed toward the NBA season, NFL and college season coming up here very soon. Get yourself in position now to start making some money this fall by going to betonline.net. Look, go to their app, go go on your mobile device, download it, check it out. You need sports wagering information, you need live betting, esports, scores, whatever. Everything is right at your fingertips with betonline.net. It is still your best spot for all your scores, podcasts, and news throughout the season. Again, golf, boxing, MMA, Major League Baseball happening every day. It's very easy to go on there and find something that you want to wager on. Betonline.net is the place to go. It is where the game starts. So if you look at, you know, potential talking about what kind of deal that the Hawks could get themselves in there, Look, there are pieces that the Hawks have that could be attractive. Do they have those all-star caliber players? No. But how many franchises realistically are, are going to give up all-star caliber pieces to get Durant? How many guys are going to take away? How many teams are going to take away what they have built to bring Durant in? Like, why would the Phoenix Suns give up Devin Booker just to bring in Durant? That wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. I've got my young superstar on my team. Why am I giving up to go get Durant again maybe they could win a title with him but I don't know how you take away Devin Booker from the Suns and then say yeah let's bring Durant in and try to go win a title out of all that I to me that that move doesn't make as much sense but 
that's where we're at. Now you've got Paul Booker and, and Durant and you lose Aiton. Okay, that's something. But the Hawks at least have some pieces, whether it's John Collins or Capella. And despite what you think about some of those guys, look, Collins is an attractive piece. He's a decent salary for a productive player. And if you put him in the right system, look, he's proven in the NBA, he can be a 20 and 10 guy, you know? Well, he's not a 20 and 10 guy now. Okay, so he's 18 and nine right now. All right, so he's not 20 and 10, he's 18 and nine. Okay, there aren't a whole lot of those guys running around in the league, whatever. But look, I think Durant, at the end of the day, the Nets are not going to find an offer that they like, and they're going to end up keeping him, and they're not going to move him because they're not going to give him up for free. I don't care what he wants. He may want to go play here, play there, do this, do that. He may come to the ownership group and say, I want to be traded. But if the Nets don't find a deal, they ain't giving up on him. They've got four years and $200 million invested in Durant. They ain't just going to let him walk out the door because he's unhappy right now. I'll tell him, you know, screw you, you know, put a, put a helmet on. Let's go. Let's get this thing done. But at least if you knock out one of the real teams that is interested or, or that Durant wants to go to, you again, just like we talked about with the Hawks in free agency, when you start to narrow those possibilities down, you have to broaden your mind and broaden your horizons, right? That's maybe where Durant is. Okay, maybe the Hawks aren't so bad, and I can go play with Trey and Murray and those guys. I can, you know, we can do something there. I don't know. It's wishful thinking, but certainly hearing Landry Fields, seeing that Aiton could very well end up in Indiana, it at least keeps that door open, right? At least that we're not just shutting the door, turning the deadbolt, turning the lock on, swinging the handle, and barricading the door to the idea of Durant being with the Atlanta Hawks. And for a Hawks franchise, this would be a complete game changer. There's no question about you want to talk about trying to get a ticket to State Farm Arena? It'll be standing room only every night. Oh, yeah, and the fact that they would be the favorites now to win the East. You really want to swing that pendulum like we talked about back into Eastern Conference and trying to win the Eastern Conference and get to the NBA Finals? Durant does that completely. So I think it's a good thing for the Atlanta Hawks that Aiton is going to end up in Indiana. And I know a lot of people wanted him here. I was not one of those people. I'm not one of the people that wants Aiton here. I don't think for the money and the assets that he's a real upgrade to what you have. You know, again, you're going to pay twice the amount of money that you have now and give up assets. You're not getting twice the player back in return. Oh, he's younger and all that. Okay. He's also three points and two rebounds less. How, how much more? He, he's not going to become a 25, 30 point scorer. He's not going to become a 15, 18 rebound per night kind of guy. It's a little bit better, but not enough. But at least if Aiton heads somewhere else, that keeps the door open potentially for Durant. Yeah. Who knows? Man can dream, right? All right. When we come back, Ronnie in the all-star home run derby. This is a good thing. Don't panic. We'll talk about it next. Hitting hard with John Chuckery and Locked on Sports Atlanta. Welcome back to Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head over to YouTube.com. Put Locked On Sports Atlanta into the search browser when you find our page. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment there. Free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms as well. Spotify, Odyssey, download us. Leave us a five-star review. And, of course, you can follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. Got word yesterday, Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to be in the home run derby. Oh my gosh, he's gonna, it's gonna fail. He's gonna, he's gonna 
tank for the second half. Calm down. Everybody just needs to calm down. It's amazing that there has been this narrative that if you compete in the home run derby, that the second half of your season just goes in the tank. And I've looked at some of these numbers before. Yes, there is one guy that everybody points to that did not hit well in the second half of the season, and that was Bobby Abreu. Now, how long ago was that? 15 years ago or 10, 12 years ago at least? How long ago was Bobby Abreu in the home run derby and things didn't go well? Okay, guys, by and large, do not tank in the second half of the year because they were in the home run derby. That is a false narrative that has been created because one guy, one guy said, yeah, I had struggles in the second half. And I think part of it was the fact that I was in the home run derby and maybe kind of overswang a lot. That was a Abreu. That's it. Everybody else has been fine. But players have not tanked in the second half. Players have not been bad. This is a good thing. This is good exposure for the Atlanta Braves, who are going to be well-represented. And Ronnie is the leading vote-getter. He is one of the marquee players in Major League Baseball. He is a guy that is all five. He's a five-tool guy, does everything kind of guy. And as I said about, you know, he's our Reggie Jackson. He's the straw that stirs the drink. This is good for Ronnie to be in this thing. It's good for his personality. Because here's the thing, right? This team needs Ronnie to be the face of his franchise. And and really, he hasn't been in a lot of ways. We, We talked about before, hey, when Freddie was here, who did Fox go to and put the microphone on? Who did Fox mic up? Who did Fox do all the interviews with? Who did ESPN do the interviews with? Who did ESPN mic up? Who did they all go to? It was Freddie, right? Freddie was always the guy, the go-to guy. Oh, we're going to show his conversations at first base and blah, 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 blah. And we got him mic'd up at first base and we're going to the dugout and he's going to interview and all that. It's good for Ronnie to take over this mantle of being the face of the organization because he's going to be here for a long time, right? You can't say that about Dansby. You don't know what Dansby's future is going to be. You know, Dansby would kind of maybe fit into that, you know, next role. Ozzie Albee's another guy who fits in that role, right? When they were when they were in San Diego, they had Ozzie mic'd up. Wouldn't that be great if they could do that with Ronnie because he's one of the exciting players in Major League Baseball? He's got the power. He's got the speed. He's got this. He's got that, right? Creates havoc on the base paths. He can steal bases. Plays a terrific right field. Right, you'd love to be able to have a guy like that be the face of your franchise. And I know some people say, "Oh, you know, it doesn't really matter." Sure, it does. Sure, it does. Building brand is a good thing. What do you think I do every day? Building brand is a good thing. There's, there's, there's an old saying that says, "By and large, there's no such thing as bad publicity." It's a good thing to get out in front of this. Now, we'll talk more about this in just a second, but want to talk to you about my friends over at Coffee AM. You know how passionate I am about these folks. Listen, this is the best small batch coffee maker in America today. They are right here in Georgia, up in Canton. Great online company. CoffeeAM.com is your place to go. You're looking for all kinds of blends of coffees. You're looking for flavored coffees, boutique coffees. You're looking for teas, gift sets. You want something to be able to give to somebody, right? 
coffeeam.com is the place to go. I love these folks. They brought that care package over to us. And man, when I tell you, I open up that box and you just take in that aroma, man. I'm telling you, it is the best sensation on earth. And everybody knows that I am a coffee junkie. I am a complete coffee junkie. So here's what I've got for you, okay? Locked on Sports Atlanta listeners, I got a special deal for you, okay? Go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on. Again, coffeeam.com backslash locked on. Go there today. Look at their full menu of coffees, teas, and gift sets. When you put your order together and you go to checkout, I want you to put locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Put that as the coupon code at checkout and get 15% off your first order. 15% off your first order simply by using locked on as the coupon code at checkout. Whatever you buy, coffees, teas, gift sets, whatever, Put that coupon code in. Get 15% off today. You're going to love these guys. They have a great selection. And I'm telling you, that, that coffee smells wonderful. And wait till you drink it as well. Coffee AM, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. But look, it doesn't hurt for Ronnie to go out there and build brand and put the Braves in the national spotlight and things like that. And again, people look at Ronnie as the star of this team, right? They, they look at him as the star of this team, but maybe they don't always look at him as like the face or the mouthpiece or things like that. Now, look, I understand he's got his interpreter. I understand that there are some things like that, but there's all good about this. So I don't want you to panic from the idea of, oh my God, Ronnie's going to be in the home run derby and he's going to hit 150 the rest of the year and he doesn't have any power and our season's over. No, it's not like that. It's not like that at all. You know, It the home run derby is not going to ruin. Listen, Ronnie has one style that he plays. It is all out, right? He's only got one gear. You saw when he came back off the knee injury and he finally got back up to the club. Even when you saw him in Gwinnett, by the way, too, he was playing all out. But as soon as he got up, he plays all out. Not reckless, but he plays all out. And that's the only gear that he knows. This is a great thing for the Atlanta Braves. This is a chance for him to kind of get himself in the net. By the way, they're going to be in L.A., right? Right? The the All-Star game this year is in L.A. This is a chance for him to show that he's the face of the franchise, that he's the straw that stirs the drink. He's the guy that can do all these things. I expect him that he's going to go out there. He's going to hit some mammoth shots. Right, he's going to hit some bombs on LA. And by the way, if you don't know about Dodger Stadium, Chavez Ravine is one of the toughest places in Major League Baseball to offensively score, hit well. It's always been that way. Why do you think Sandy Koufax became Sandy Koufax? That's another discussion for another day. But go look at his numbers in Brooklyn and in the LA Memorial Coliseum and all that stuff before he got to Chavez Ravine. And then look at him at Chavez. Better get not to get sidetracked here. It's a tough place, and and I think that I think that only two guys have hit a a ball out of Dodger Stadium. I think it's Willie Stargell and Mike Piazza. I think it's the only two guys that have ever hit a ball out of that. Ronnie's gonna Ronnie's gonna have some fun out of all of this, and this is a chance for America to see even more and put him in a showcase spotlight for him to show what a great player he is, what a great personality he is, the smile and having some fun and the jewelry and this and that and just enjoying himself with it, right? Because we know he is he is the cornerstone of the Braves franchise. And, and again, 
when you don't know how long Dansby's going to be here, who obviously they hope would be one of the faces of their franchise, Ozzy Albies is hurt right now. He's out for a while. He's not going to be, you know, part uh, of all these festivities and things like that. Ronnie is a great ambassador for this team. And I'm excited to see him. I, I think it's one of those things that there's nothing bad about this. So Braves fans, don't fret. I already saw this online. Oh, my God. You know, the home run derby is going to kill us. No, it's not. There's only one guy, again, one guy that everything has revolved around. Because one guy had a bad second half that he, you know, put some of that on the home run derby. Bobby Abreu, again, 15 years ago or whatever, how long it's been or whatever like that, doesn't change the narrative. This is good for Ronnie. This is good for the game of baseball. This is good for the Atlanta Braves. And this is a chance for a national audience to get to see him up close and personal and watch all of the different things he can do. Forget about the all-star game because that's an exhibition and things like that. You know, unless you're Dave Parker throwing a guy out from right field in the all-star game, you don't get as many of those kinds of moments and things like that. The home run derby is one of those things where you can create some moments and create some narrative around you. All right, we want to thank you for making Hitting Hard with John Chuckery your first listen every day. We ask you to make A to Z with Mark Zeno your second listen every day. Mark is back talking all things Atlanta sports, opinions you may not always like, but you know that you've got to hear them. That is free and available on our YouTube page at Locked On Sports Atlanta. Also, you can download it for free on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. And I want you to give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at jmch 3 one six. We thank you so much for being a part of the show today. We'll be back with you tomorrow live from the beach again. This has been Hitting Hard with John Chuck Reed on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.